Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war. But there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Now give me a beat. Come on. Turn it up. Stand by for action. We're all set. I want us all to listen carefully. Yeah. I'll tell you what that means. Lightning fast. That's unbelievable, isn't it? This is the Wayne Dupree program.
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. I am the host of this podcast, this show, podcast, media, event, whatever you want to call it. But let me introduce to you the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey. <laughs> and my brand new car. <laughs> You're going to cry, and then I'm going to cry, and then we're all going to cry. You know. let, let me also introduce to you the angel of the airways, Miss Angel Fleming. Hi, everybody. So glad to be here. Hey, real quick, it's hot in here, and my fan's on. Can you guys hear that going? Okay, good. I, if you do, I, I can turn it off. I just don't want to get the vapors while I'm on the show. I do have gray hair up there. Yeah, I got oh, one or two myself. No, it's a patch. I'm getting old. Okay. Um. <laughs> Come in and let's go to the gas bar. Um, that you know what? That cartoon was the funniest cartoon. But man, you look back on it. That that just has straight up uh, uh, misogyny. Yeah, man. It, hey, but it was also a trailblazer in the sense sexual, that he identified as something else. Sexual abuse, man. Just I, just I like like workplace type type stuff. Boy, look at some of the old commercials. <laughs> some of those commercials, boy. Oh my gracious! Like, um, ladies and gentlemen, I um before before we get into uh what I want to get into with this show, um as as we stated before, uh over the next couple of weeks and um probably going forward for a little bit, we're gonna need your help. We're gonna need your help here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. Uh, like I said yesterday, we are not. Uh, we aren't giving millions of dollars. We're not even giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to run this program on a daily basis. Uh, uh, we, we have sponsors, we had sponsors, uh, we, we have affiliates. Uh, but for the most part, we rely mostly on you. And uh, as you notice, I am not a good salesman. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, if anybody got out there and said I was a grifter and I was a salesman and I was a or snake oil salesman, you, you basically see I ain't because I don't even know how to do it. Um, I mean, the these shows I get straight to the point, and you know that's that's just how I've always been hurting as much as we are, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I've always been, and it's like you know. Um, I've seen what our side does to people. Well, actually, I've seen what the left. Well, no, no, no. I've seen what some of our people do on our side. Uh, and when people ask for help or when people need help, uh, they either turn away or they go somewhere else. You know, and I'm like, wow, okay, well, that you know, it's it's a shame that happens, but you lose out on um, the soul. Other conservative uh, movement because that's where you get your your rich. Um, There's a word that they used to use a long time ago: unadulterated, un un um, uh, untamed uh, opinion about what's going on with today's politics. 
because most of the people that have these huge budgets and that are paid by millionaires and stuff, they can afford to give you free material, but they keep on begging you for subscription. I never, I, I really don't, I don't understand that. I really don't. I really don't. You got millions of dollars running websites and they're begging you for subscriptions. You know, they're, I mean, they're saying, uh, twenty nine ninety nine hundred hundred $100, $150 here and you get all this, but y'all are run, but y'all, y'all make money. Y'all, y'all do these things. Y'all sell products and you get paid to sell products on top of that. And it's like for the smaller independent like type voices out here that are, that are more real and that are more close to what's happening on the ground. We're drying up. We're drying up, and but and we need your help. So, um, in the upcoming weeks, we're gonna have links to uh, give, send, go, give, send, go. Uh, we're gonna uh, um, connect. Yeah, we're going and yes, we will. We'll be showing our merch and let's and 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 so that's so that's what I wanted to say about that. And before and before we get into any more. I'll let Hutch and um, Hutch and uh, um, Angel say a quick word about it before we really get into the news. Real well, quick. I would ask you, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have a strong opinion on this program, but I would also say that how many multi-million-dollar news outlets told you that Ukraine wasn't going to win? The lights are out in Ukraine right now. How many million-dollar news outlets told you about the supply chain issue being? California's emission control uh, caused. You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes out here that you won't hear anywhere else. And I think it's just the nature uh, of us not having million dollar people telling us what to say. You know, so we do need your help. And, and you know, all of our, our sponsors, we know what's wrong. We know that it's inflation. We got it. We know nobody's got any money. I understand that. Yeah. But you got to keep the voice going. Yeah. If you want to hear it, I mean, it's, it's, it's up to you. I'm not trying to shame anybody into it or anything, but I'm saying that yeah. you, nobody else reports the way we do. At least yeah. none that I've seen. Not very many. A few, but not very many. Mm-hmm. Like, have you heard? Have you heard, ladies and gentlemen, that this Friday the trains are going to stop? Have you heard? I get a little extra groceries this week because they're getting ready to go on strike in the railroads. All the all the big unions are getting ready to. They're they're screwing the people that are working the railroads. Right. And they're going to strike talked about unions before and how they're ruining our country. <laughs> and, and we even went into fed now yesterday. We told yeah. you about the fed now system and a whole lot of people out there aren't even talking about fed now. You know, you're going to have to download the app sooner or later. You're going to be like, Oh my goodness, Wayne and Wayne and Hutch and them were talking about it uh, last year. But when it hits a whole lot of people are going, what, why are we just finding out? no, Wayne Dupree podcast was talking about last year. Angel, real quick. Yes, please. Um, We want you to know that we love you listeners. We love your support. We love your patronage. Um, I think what Wayne is too humble to say, and I always dealt with this when I was a consultant on political campaigns as well, is you, you have to be able to fund, to fundraise. You have to be able to. And if you want an independent voice, if you want that grassroots movement, then it is your movement, meaning you, the audience, right? So 
we want you to share the show. We want you to support our sponsors. Whenever we post links, we're just asking for clicks just to see if you like it and, and want to share because there are expenses that come into producing shows like this. Um, and we are not being spared from this economic downturn. Um, so we're just asking for you folks, if you do like what we're doing, give it a share. Um, give our sponsors a look. We know everybody's pockets are tight too, but we're just asking for that growth and promotion because, hey, here's one thing I know about Wayne Dupree. I know about Hutch and I know about myself is um, we've been approached many times and have worked alongside and dealt with many times people in the establishment and mainstream media. And one thing they definitely don't like about Wayne is they can't tell him what to do when they can't control his narrative. So he dances in and outside of their graces, whether they think he's useful or not. But that's how important Wayne's message is, is they can't take him down. Donald Trump went to Wayne to be interviewed before he announced his, his presidential campaign. Month no before. one else at CPAC. So my, my point is, is, hey, we have opinions here. We like to read the tea leaves and tell you all what, what we think might be coming down the pike. Um, we love having the open debate and conversation. We do at some point want to open up this platform even more to allow phone calls and questions to come in. But none of this is free, guys. I wish I wish we could run on unicorn farts and pixie dust, but we don't. So um, <laughs> please, please just be sure to share the show, support our sponsors, um, get some of the swag. I ordered a mug this weekend and I can't wait for it to come in. Um, you know, just just check it out for gifts, holidays, even for support. Give, send, go is our tip jar. So if you like what you see, every little bit counts. We're not asking for to be left in your will or anything crazy <laughs> like that. Um, you know, but just try to, just a little to, bit try to keep it, on. try to keep it under $10,000 and keep the IRS. away. From <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. Keep it out. Keep it less than 600. Honestly. Oh, that's right. It went to 600. I forgot. <laughs> less than 600, honestly. Um, but Real I mean, that's, that's it. I've, I've always, sorry. I've always, I've always been forcing political candidates to not be afraid to ask for support and support is financial. You know, yeah. we, we love the pats on the backs. We love the attaboys. We're not saying that and we're not ungrateful, um, but it costs money. Uh, so that that's just it. You, you can um, to get some of the swag. You can go to Wayne uh, click on the shop link and it will take you to the our little store here. We have T-shirts. Uh, we have this. This is a real Nice one that has been selling a little bit. Um, presidents known by their initials FDR, JFK, LG, LBJ, and FJB. Uh, you can wear that anywhere. Uh, <laughs> just um, you, just like uh, Angel said, the mugs come in black and white. Uh, real talk. You also have other swag uh, that you can get. But all of this helps us on the show uh, and also helps uh, the writers on WayneDupree.com, too. So there are um, these uh, $5 T-shirts. They're not a lot. They're not $19.99 and $20.99 or anything like that. These are $5 T-shirts, but um, T-shirts that will help. And also, you can wear them and wear them around. So, yeah, so um, that's, that's what it is. So um, I want to thank everybody. For that, okay, let's move on. Um, the Mirage, the Blue Mirage, 
that is happening right now is uh, a, a lot of Dems or not a lot of Dems, but some of these Dem uh, voices are saying, eh, yeah, I mean, be careful. Be careful about the, the stuff that you're hearing with these polls and stuff. Uh, they're know, afraid it, that they're ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, right now. Yeah. They're afraid because they're ahead in the same places they were when Clinton was running. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. Uh, you can't cheat when you're ahead. Like, I mean, well, you know, the thing is, you don't want to be too far ahead. You have to, to cheat. You have to be close. You can't be too far ahead. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, like I've always said during election year, you always have somebody who jumps out ahead by double digits at, at the beginning of the year. And like, if I'm talking the general election, then when you get close to the general election, uh, it might even, they might even push it to 15, 16. But after the, after the uh, general, um, after the uh, conventions, then it starts itching back to, well, now it's like eight or 9% between both of the candidates. And by October, Oh, now it's down to like two or three percent now. I mean that, and it's all done for ratings, and it's also done for advertising and stuff like that. Fear but and fundraising. Get, it's fear. They, they it's fear and fundraising. Yeah. And I, I just want to say, folks, there's a look. Pollsters know how to make money, right? Yeah, they do. And the first way to do it is convince the emperor that his new clothes look fabulous. That's what they need to do. So you know, there's there has to be a certain element of fear and also an element of hope in every poll result. Um, I remember on one campaign I was working on, which shall remain nameless, but it was Scott Brown's re-election campaign was happening up ballot from us. And we had internal polling that okay. said that Scott Brown was in trouble in the congressional district I was working on. And I reached out to Scott Brown's campaign and they laughed at us and they said, you'll focus on your polling, we'll focus on ours. Okay, Scott Brown lost. Because we had honest polling and Scott Brown was believing his pollsters that were telling him what he wanted to hear. So the fact of the matter is, is ladies and gentlemen, don't trust polls 100%, but also don't trust whatever the media and the establishment are trying to tell you about these polls yeah. either, because they're trying to corral you. That's what they're trying to do. I have never, I rarely ever, have y'all noticed, I rarely talk about polls on the show. I hate I hate polls. I know I wait until you know what October. polls are. Huh? Mm -hmm. I wait until October. I don't even touch them in October. You uh, well, and 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 but for those that um uh for those that uh um uh work with them, that's fine. For me, I'm like you like uh the main thing that people say when people um the, the American people a majority of Americans. No, it's not. Is a majority of people that got polled. That's it. It's not majority of Americans. And every time you hear that on um, TV, majority of Republicans. I don't ain't. It's people that got polled. Say that people that got polled. Whether that's in your um, uh, mail room or whether it's in your dining room or whether it's those are the ones that got polled. The majority of Americans like um, uh, how uh, um, soul. Uh, Soul said one time, "It's like I've never met anybody who who got polled." Thomas Soul said, "I've well, never been polled, and I've never met anybody that ha that has got polled, especially yeah. in the black community." 
So, you know, those folks that come out and talk about, well, um, 92% of the black community, you haven't talked to nobody in the black community. That's, that's a thing too. You know, the, la- the landscape for the landscape for polling has changed exponentially in my adult life. So if we think back in the early 2000s, people may have still been answering phone calls and responding to email links to respond to polls, um, mail and all of that. But we found polling becomes less and less uh, reliable for two people reasons. But it becomes less and less reliable for two reasons. One, you can't get young people to be polled. All right. um, The younger Gen Xers, millennials and Gen Z, they are desensitized to mailers, uh, anonymous phone calls and email links. They don't they don't participate in it. So unless it's a man on the street thing, do I? Yeah. So unless it unless it's a man on the street thing, they're not going to do it. So then the participants that you do get, you think about. You think about if you're watching in the court of law when a lawyer asks a question and you try to explain the answer and they say it's a yes or no question, the same thing happens with polls. They will say, do you think that illegal immigrants are evil? And you will try to say, well, I don't think illegal immigrants are evil. I just think that there should be a correct way of coming in here. Ah, it's a yes or no question. So then, of course, you say no, and then they'll take it as most people don't have a problem with the illegal immigrants. So that's the issue here is how they contextualize the questions and who they can actually get to sit and focus for a second on how they answer it. And then how they extrapolate the data to present to mainstream media and the elites to manipulate us in some way, shape or form. So there's a lot of issues that go into polling where and this is why what's his name uh, lost his standing place on Fox News. Or is that his name? Let's Frank Luntz. Frank yeah. Luntz. That's why he lost his place on, on Fox News. Paul is because Ryan's, his Paul Ryan's Ryan. landlord. Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Ryan's Ryan. landlord. There's a reason why he lost his place on Fox News, and now he's more of like a weird talk show host type of person because yeah. you the po- polling can't be um, scientifically brought and that to the falls, floor anymore. And that falls right into my topic of today because. Uh, I, I believe, well, everybody up here, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time watching uh, what we do here on the Wayne Dupree podcast, I'm telling you straight to your face. There's wholesale changes need to be done in D.C. before it's too late. Wholesale changes need to be done in Washington, D.C. We, now, we've given solutions. And and the polling and Frank Lutz, 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 and um, his boy toy and all that stuff, all, all, we... we there's wholesale changes have to be done in DC for this country before it's too late. It's, a, it, it's just too much pussyfooting around right now. It's too much people. It's too many people being pulled in this direction and that direction. And so many things that are happening to Americans freedoms underneath it's have y'all ever seen those bridges in New York where, or maybe, maybe San Francisco, Hutch, uh, the golden gate where, you're riding up here, but then there's other traffic or in the, on the second level. Yeah, we got one of them here, Fort Pitt. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a second level and stuff. Mm-hmm. But They're you don't know what's George, going on in here. Talking about the George Washington Bridge in New York. The yeah. George, right? It, I mean, there's stuff going on in here, but it, you don't know what's going on in here because all you're seeing is the top stuff, and that's what's happening right now. Everybody's looking at the top stuff. Everybody is driving on the top level, but nobody's seeing the government and the media. And the politicians pushing a whole lot of crap on the second level. Did you see underneath? What they did? did you see what they did last week? The DOJ 
gave subpoenas to like 50 Trump supporters, people that you've heard of. I mean, the guy that was running for governor in Pennsylvania, you know, I mean, the guy, we, we had him, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. But anyway, that the former New York City police commissioner, Bernie Couric, got subpoenaed. I mean, it, there's like 50, this is nuts, man. This is absolutely against the constitution and they're doing it anyway. All because they want to see communications of anybody who said anything about replacing alternate electors. It's like that's First Amendment 101. You know, they're 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 this, what this did is, that can happen? It did happen. No, no, no. It's it's an amendment or a constitution that alternate electors can no no no. I'm saying that they want the I'm not I'm not saying I'm not for or against that part of it. I'm saying they're getting subpoenas for that. And that's 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 their own speech. That's free speech. They're going yes. out with jackboots, yeah. man. It's, it's scary. So what we're seeing and the, what's funny is I'm kind of dealing with this issue on a much smaller scale with our HOA right now where I live. But um, the thing is, is it, Benjamin Franklin said when the Constitution was signed, he's leaving us a republic if we can keep it. And what we mean by if we can keep it is the law and the form of government we have doesn't exist unless we insist it exists at every second of every day. It is only on us to maintain it because once it's ignored, you can bury a whole pile of dung on top of it. And then that's the new that's the yeah. new world order. Right. So what we're what I'm dealing with in my HOA on a smaller scale is the, the directors, the board of directors who were voted to represent the, the owners here. They're responsible for overseeing the budget and maintenance. Very simple. Right. It's kind of like what Congress does. But they said, well, since nobody ever shows up at our meetings and they never pay attention, we're just going to do what we want because we know what's best. And clearly they voted for us yep. for that reason. Yep. So they kind yep. of forget the rules of why they're there. Yep. And now they're rewriting rules. And it's a surprise to owners when they get fines and all of that. That's, and so I'm, I'm raging against machine there saying transparency is key. The nature of our founding documents is to make sure that the owner's interests are considered even if they're not paying attention, right? So that's that fight. And then to Hutch's point, we weren't paying attention. And now the entire Department of Justice has been weaponized against what is perceived to be political enemies. And there's no stopping them. Like, so but when I was a kid, congressional hearings used to mean something. It was, oh my gosh, somebody's about to get in trouble. Now it's a joke. It's bread and circuses because they have enough people in place at every level of government where nobody has to be held accountable. In every well, agency. We can say, yes, we can say, I wish somebody would do something. That time has passed. That somebody who can do something now is you. Let me, let me quote another, another part from that speech that Ben Franklin gave at the ratification. This is the best form of government until the people become so corrupt that they require a despotic government. That. And that's that where part. we're at right now. We're mm -hmm. so corrupt. And I'm not talking to you, ladies and gentlemen. There's 350 million people out here, right? But you look at what we require, what people in general uh, take for granted. And it's uh, it's no wonder we have this. I mean, people don't do anything for themselves anymore. You know, we've got to, we've got a stake in this. We got to get our act right. Yeah. You know? When yeah, when um Angel said that we have to maintain it. Somewhere along the line in the last 50, 60 years, um, the Democrats and whoever have helped them um, have inserted their uh, daddy, daddy government 
agenda on the American people and made them uh, uh, dependent on needing the government for this and that. And, you know, sometimes, and um, I remember, I remember you said this a couple, um, a few years ago, Hutch, is that uh, there were even conservatives that were online begging for the government to come in and fix stuff, the federal government, begging, begging them to come in and fix stuff. It's like, damn, did we all fall underneath that type of mindset? Uh that we need the government to come and fix this before going to our states and saying, listen, y'all need to fix it too. I mean, I mean, government, government in general, just just government in general. You know, I listen to the police radio all the time and the, 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 the change in the citizens request for the government to come to their house and fix their stuff is crazy, man. I mean, you're talking about stubbing a toe, calling an ambulance. You know, I mean, and, and it's it's widespread, the, man. The irony is, the irony is like our population is so conditioned to turn to daddy government for everything. Even the defund the police people can't stand on their own principle and will call the police. You know what I mean? Right. And so do you guys remember? So our, our younger members of the audience may have never heard this phrase, but we used to warn against the nanny state. We used to warn against the nanny state. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, how I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. The Clinton nanny state, the nanny state used to be something we did not want as Americans. You didn't want somebody who knew better than you, who wanted to tell you how to live your life, how you must wipe your own rear end, how you must engage with your neighbors, and yada yada yada. We were vehemently against the nanny state. Somewhere right after 9/11, all of that changed. And it can be many, many, many reasons, many, many, many reasons. So we have two types of Americans living in this country right now. Those who remember what the country was like before 9-11 and those who only know what this world was like post 9-11. Right. uh, And they're both groups. Both groups have adults now. Both groups have adults who can vote. And we who remember 9-11 and remember what it was like before and were grown adults before, we saw something drastically change. Part of our country was killed that day. And I don't know if it can ever come back, but we used to warn against the nanny state and then comes in the Patriot Act. And we must surrender some rights in order to protect them. That that became a culture. I got to admit, I think I still... I, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, because I worked in McLean, Virginia at the time and I missed the first I missed the first uh, blast in the first building. But um, we we all saw the second. And uh, where when the t- uh, when the, the cell phones went down and nobody could contact anybody. I, I mean, that's something that nobody ever went through before. And probably hasn't. Well hasn't gone through since like that, but no, I, I think I still have PST D over that. And I think maybe a year after that, it was the, um, the, uh, the sniper, the DC sniper was a year after that. that was uh, I felt like, I felt like our country was under attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now looking back guys, I don't think we were wrong. Looking back. I don't think we were wrong. Yeah. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, um, and and to that point too is look at how much progress 
progress we've made with the nanny state and the new world order taking care of us. We have every top technology at our fingertips, but people can't turn their lights on anymore and they've resorted to candlelight. And not only that, but on 9-11, government prosecutors were negotiating with the scum that did that to us. They're not even, they're not, they haven't been sentenced yet. It's 21 years later. Mm-hmm. And they're 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 negotiating plea deals and they're taking the death penalty off the table. You tell mm-hmm. me that's not the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, that's that's where Biden comes in and lead in um, not revenging the fallen from Afghanistan. Exactly. It's like it's oh like what gosh. type of leadership do you have if the people? I mean, what do people outside of America think about our leadership? If we just throw our people to the wolves, and that, it, you that's know, what we did look what they did to us they, on 9 11. Right. They, they right. replaced MAGA with the terrorists. They replaced the terrorists with MAGA on the Hutch. very day. Hutch, I want to ask you a question on this because you are the war history buff. How would the greatest generation, how would the veterans from World War II, the veterans from the Korean War, how would they have looked at our exit from Afghanistan? What would have happened? What would have happened if that had happened in their generals lifetime? would have resigned in mass, in mass, in public. They would have resigned. I mean, that's that's one of the things I've been saying with this change in America. These freaking guys in charge don't have any character at all. There's no I, accountability I watched, anymore. I watched no, our no. generals. I watched FJB give his speech on 9-11, and I almost threw up looking at Millie behind him. I'm looking at Millie behind him with all his fake ribbons and his big hat and Austin sitting right next to him, and I almost threw up. It's disgusting. I'm embarrassed. And there are some things that are just... I took my U.S. Army flag down off the house. There are some things that I found extremely disgusting about yeah. the state the state of our union now. One is our foreign policy used to be we never negotiate with terrorists. Never. never. Another thing that that is has always been the case, always, is you never leave an American behind. Never. 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 So the the very fabric of who we are has been compromised. And now what makes us different than our perceived enemies what makes us different now if we're willing to leave the innocent the patriots the brave behind if we're willing to negotiate with terrorists and make evil backroom deals if nobody's held accountable for genocide and slaughter of folks i mean right after the or during the afghanistan extraction our president ordered a drone strike that killed innocents and he wasn't held accountable literally nobody's being held accountable there's Thank 600 you. people still in prison that are the political opposition of the, the person living in the White House. And I'm still and, and we're still looking or still hearing about what's happening up there in Portland or um, what's happening up there in Oregon. And that's been going on for years now. That's been going on in an America city for years. They don't want to. And do in America, about. in America, the media, the DOJ, the establishment wants you more outraged about what file folders Donald Trump has at Mm Mar-a-Lago than how many innocent people were killed in a botched exit from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Or or how many have been disfigured or maimed or 
disease ridden by this phony vaccine that they forced you to take. Yes. And your tax dollars are being spent to exhaust the war against the establishment's political enemies rather than seeking true justice, true American justice, right? For our troops, for the security of our border, to ensure that it is justice for all equally, because we all have equal rights. I mean, this is truly, I think, the nature of the MAGA movement versus the establishment. And that's why they want to label us extremists, is because we believe in the core fabrics of our governing documents. And they are intrinsically against it. This is an insurrection. Don't get it wrong. But it's them that's that's doing it. And that's why I say wholesale changes need to be made in Washington, D.C. before it's too late. And I mean, honestly, I don't I mean, it's probably even close. It's probably close to midnight right now. But I mean, look, you take 500 billion. Or they give 500 or 500, 500 billion for college bailout, 65 billion close to maybe now I'll say maybe 200, 300. No, 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 no. Probably close to a trillion dollars to Ukraine. 87 billion to Afghanistan and the Taliban. And all Donald Trump wanted was 25, 25 billion for the, for the war, for the war. They only gave him five. They only gave him five to secure the border. They only gave him five promised him more, but you, 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 you see every week they're slapping on money for Ukraine there. And I thought, Correct me if I'm wrong. If I didn't see something about a Ukraine rebuilding project or something, oh, yeah. oh of course. And that, it, that's well, why Zelensky was headlining at that DOD conference. If that's the case, <laughs> if that's the case, if America is, if America gives money for them to rebuild Ukraine after all the money that they gave, oh, guaranteed they're gonna. They're no, not gonna can I connect some dots for you guys? And I've said this before, but listeners, please please hear me out, okay? This is why we on the show thought this whole Ukraine thing was suspicious, okay? I'm not saying Russia is amazing and I'm on their side. Not. I'm just saying this whole war thing was suspicious because immediately China sided with Russia in this venture. So Russia is doing fine because they are financially backed by China while the rest of the world allegedly is against Putin and Russia. Now that Ukraine has taken every penny it possibly can from the United States of America, Zelensky has also turned to China to ask them to back them on the rebuild. So how is it that China supports both of these countries and is willing to give them both money? And by the way, which country is the largest holder of our debt? Hutch. And you got to look at Russia, any any attempt to hurt Russia. Russia only gains and does things like this when fuel prices are up because it's their only commodity they have they're making a killing and they're going to freeze they're going to freeze europe out and china like you said is looking back giggling you know and it's not funny but they're giggling it's it's (laughs) it's sickening to me and this speaks to what i was saying before about progress guys i saw yesterday footage from all over europe all over europe their energy has jumped 500%. Their energy bills have jumped 500%. There's going to be war this winter. There's going to it be wars September, this winter. It is September, and they're yeah. already going by candlelight. Yeah. Lights go off. They're going by candlelight. California, the same thing. 
even if and they some, have to run on fuel power generators to support the grid, they're still banning cars and you can't get around, which means you can't leave. That's And these people are great. rising up against their governments. They're not reporting this. They're not reporting this, but believe me, in the Netherlands, in Italy, all over the world, people are rising up. This is this this globalization's about ready to get knocked off the table, I think. Yep. And it's about time. It couldn't happen at a better time. But, you know, the way we got into this, it's just hideous. You know, you, you were saying, Wayne, about conservatives. And, you know, I saw something yesterday that three senators, three Republican senators, mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham, Mike Rounds, and Kevin Kramer, mm-hmm. came out and said that pardons for these January 6th people is a bad idea. There's no way they should ever get any pardons. Those people should be ejected from the Republican Party immediately. I don't know why we don't have... Uh, the ability to do that, but they are not speaking for any Republican in this country that I know of, you know, I mean, maybe a politician, but not a citizen. That's crazy. Why would you hold somebody in jail without any sentencing, without any charges, without any lawyers or anything? That's un-American. Three Republican senators did that. Mm -hmm. It's stunning to me. The, um, I was looking at a um, situation out there in Nebraska. You know what's happening there in Mississippi with the water. Yeah. Hutch told us about uh, Baltimore. I didn't even know about the Baltimore situation. Hutch, Hutch told me about the water situation in Baltimore where uh, people were being told, this is freaking America, y'all. Mm-hmm. We can't even get water in America? These cities, we got to fix these cities or it's going to be escape from New York. And, and, and then ne- Nebraska. So you told me this morning when I was in here talking to you that you would drink this water, right? So would you drink it? Yes or no? Sir, we can either comment. Oh, you can't, you can't answer any questions? No, sir. So, my answer would be no. I would not drink this. There's people hurting, man. And why are you going to hold a meeting if you can't answer no questions? You know? That's politicians. But now... They look like politicians, too. They, they look like, didn't they? Didn't they? Oh, oh but uh, we can't... <laughs> he looked like he was scared, like the big dude was getting ready to come over there and shove the water in his mouth. Uh, what was up with that water? That was nasty. Yeah. That was nasty That's water. That's like an Aaron Brockovich move right there. That was straight out of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, if you're on the record saying you drink that water, bottoms up, baby, drink let's up. go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. But, you, you know, know, we, um, from, uh, y'all have been talking about how we were moving toward energy independence with Donald Trump. We were moving toward, uh, uh, in a big way, we were moving toward that. The people in D.C. didn't want that. The The Uniparty in D.C. didn't want that. But guess what? Just a couple years ago, they were talking just like Donald Trump. Democratic leadership is working to make up for years of inaction, taking America in a new direction that helps bring down the cost of gas and and promotes energy independence. Energy independence is essential, essential to reducing the price at the pump. Really? 
she's gone downhill. <laughs> really? We're oh, man, oh, you know what? They are they always talk about man, the, you know, we missed the old Republicans, man. We missed the over what happened to that Nancy Pelosi? What happened to that one? Oh, I mean, that ice cream must be good as hell. Um, you know, as I said, we need wholesale changes. Even some of the media is is I don't if I could just say too. I'm not saying hold on, wait a minute. I'm not saying everybody in DC is bad, but I think to fix everything, you gotta clear the table and start again. I'm not saying everybody in the media is bad, but I think you gotta clear the table and start again. When you have uh, this young lady, and I know she's on a liberal network because I've seen her, and I know, and I know what she reads. I don't know if that's how she feels, but I know how she, but I know what she reads, and it is biased. It is against Republicans. It's a one-sided message. So, but for her to say this, there was just a Gallup poll out today that shows that the trust in, in media, and newspapers, and television is you know hitting an all-time low. People don't trust us, they don't believe us, and it makes me wonder if this job, as I'm currently doing it, is effective, uh, but if it's doing more harm than good. I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. You're hurting America. You're hurting America with your message. You're hurting America with the... The writers, the executive producers, the um, the executive executive producers, the the makeup people that are getting y'all all ready to stand in front of the cameras and lie to the American people and not tell them the truth. Once you have decided to not tell the truth to the American people, that now you have created an agenda, and that ag that agenda is is meant to mislead the American people for whatever direction that you want to take them on. And the more that you do it every day, it keeps piling up and piling up. Then you realize, you know what? We've gone too far. We can't go back because they're going to, they're they going to burn. They, 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 just burn fired the, the they just fired the potato. You know, you know, they just fired Stelter. It's, it's getting, it's getting close to home now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but then they put him in Harvard. I know. And that tells you all you need to know about Harvard. Well, and, and here's the thing is we're facing an attack on, on multiple fronts. And um, first of all, thank you, Terry, in the comments for correcting me. Japan has surpassed China as our number one debt holder, but China's number two. And if ever they call to collect, we're effed. Um, but the fact of the matter remains is what we're seeing here, and I really don't want to sound like chicken, li chicken little, the sky is falling, but it is happening and we've talked about this on the show before, the Irish potato famine, ladies and gentlemen, look it up. They had the means to be a rich country, to sustain themselves, to feed themselves, to work hard for themselves. But their overlords came in, hijacked their land and wouldn't let them eat their own crops. Now, we have fuel that can fuel this entire country for lifetimes. And we're not allowed to use it. We're not allowed to use it, okay? And then you look at California, that's a great example of what's to come. They have an energy crisis. 
an energy crisis that is government created. So these people, we have, we're at the top of technology, but we are at a point now where there's going to be food shortages. The food that is on the table, you'll have to decide, can I afford it or should it go towards gas so I could get to work this week? That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Um, and you know it's only going to get worse unless we do something. You said that we have uh, enough fuel or fuel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I thought I saw somewhere where um, there's a shortage for us because of all the stuff that we're exporting. Natural out. gas is going to go higher because we're sending it to Europe to keep them alive. So which increases if we were drilling like yeah. the Keystone pipeline, right? That's that's how yeah. we were getting to energy independence is because we were drilling at home. Drilling yeah. and fracking and all of our natural resources, they've stopped us from doing that to go green. And they're allowing only our enemies to give us their rations. And then we trade some of our rainy day rations. But really yeah. at the end of the day, they're they're chokeholding what we're allowed to use on our own soil it's our own resources and they're not letting us there and let letting me, us touch it let me explain the why this is a forced transition to the green new hell mm -hmm. that's what this is this is this is making our economy smaller on purpose mm -hmm. this is making sure that you have less than you had last year if you look at and that's only the one punch the, the other one's coming the other way 110 food production facilities destroyed in the Biden administration, not just in the United States. You look, I just read a list and it is freaking terrifying. These things, it's an interactive map. There's so many of them. I mean, Guys, this, this is, is get, is get ready to be tough. You know, you know uh, these are all, all acts of war. We're, we're and, and, already and, under attack and they just don't want us to know it. We're already under attack. Every communist regime has risen this way, restricting what people have access to, starving them and making them desperate. That's what they're trying to do here. Fake news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fake, Fake news. news. Big time Pravda when we were growing up. Yeah. I mean, we used to laugh at the Russian news. Look at ours. Yeah. Creating an yeah, entire and political people that you must hate. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So MAGA is the new yeah. Jews, man. There it uh -huh. is. Uh-huh. Really is. It new, really is. The new terrorists. Hutcher was talking about um, the clean energy thing. Uh, um, we played that yesterday. We can't afford to maintain our overdependence on fossil fuels. And with advances in clean energy technologies, we don't have to. But how quickly we can break that dependence and accelerate the clean energy transition really depends in large part on us. You know what's crazy is that she believes that too. I know she does. And every single agency head is a clean as a green new deal person yeah i saw janet yellen yesterday talking about the wind she's a secretary treasurer secretary of the treasury yeah it's every department including dod maybe especially dod because yeah. they use the most fuel and um angel angel said that we are being attacked on multiple fronts um this happened like maybe oh, this happened right before the show uh, the Twitter whistleblower. I'm here today because Twitter leadership is misleading the public, lawmakers, regulators, and even its own board of directors. What I discovered when I joined Twitter 
was that this enormously influential company was over a decade behind industry security standards. The company's cybersecurity failures make it vulnerable to exploitation, causing real harm to real people. And when an influential media platform can be compromised by teenagers, thieves, and spies, and the company repeatedly creates security problems on their own, this is a big deal for all of us. Twitter's not a company, it's an intelligence operation, folks. Basically, them and Facebook, both of them. Think about it, y'all. Think think about it. I, I was going to raise my voice there for a second. I did that a couple times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Think about it, y'all. Y'all thought that y'all were getting these platforms so they, they could connect you to news and keep you up and informed and uh, connected to Hutch and, and, For free. and Angel For free. so that I can send y'all pictures and photos and it'll be a beautiful place and stuff. And they send it all your data to the government. <laughs> they are the government. <laughs> They're bigger than the government. I mean, you know government what? And, equipment. Yeah, I mean, the government... Um, <laughs> the government bows down to Apple. The government bows down to Amazon. The government bows down to Facebook and Twitter. Probably even and um, vice TikTok, versa. And, and vice probably versa. To, right. I mean, and and you know they what Apple has done. Apple is his own country. <laughs> Basically, and Apple yes. is his own country, and and so, yes. and Amazon the same way. Yes. Oh, and and yes. then um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk and his um, um his electric car and stuff. He's basically his own country. You know. Yes. It's like God damn. And, and they have and they have more power. They have more power than governments do to destroy you. And they yeah. don't answer to governments. I've seen so many podcasts on this. Glenn Beck, I know, talks about it a lot. The Tim Cast talks about it. Even Joe Rogan um, had a technocrat warning podcast. But these technocrats are accountable to no one. They own governments. They can They can make all of your money disappear. They can hack your vehicle so you can never use it again. Technocrats can do whatever they want and nobody can rein them in. That's scary. They could if they wanted to. If there was a will, they could if they wanted to. we could break them up into small companies. That's what we should do. The same way with the corporate media. You talk about antitrust? Wow, why hasn't any globalist paid their politicians to petition that? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, I all I gotta say is that there has to be there has to stop allowing these people to play with your emotions. Stop allowing these people, and I'm talking about the people on top. Because that's where the problem is. That's where the rotten is. Okay? You have a whole barrel of awesome fruit in this country. There's awesome fruit. But then you got the rotten stuff at the top. And it, all that stuff is leaking down. Talk about trickle down. Mm -hmm. All this stuff is trickling down into all the good fruit. And that's some of this good fruit... Some of this good fruit is going to get spoiled, you know, if you, I mean, but the only way to stop it is y'all have got to say, or y'all, y'all have to look at our, our the history 
of America. When things got to a certain point, America said stop. I think we're getting ready to hear that. America soon. said stop. And and I mean, now, I don't know who we go after. Like Glenn Beck said, I don't know who we go after. You know, because a lot of people have cut off their self from politics. So, well, y'all going to beat them up? Well, you know, that, that's what here's what <laughs> you know I said about the, about the election in 2020. <laughs> we shouldn't try to go after Biden. Right. And we shouldn't try to go after governor. We should go after the person that put the ballot in the box. Go after the lowest guy that did something and watch them start ratting on each other. That's how it works in every other law enforcement operation. Epstein, you know, um, Ruben Sandwich? You know it. You'd be singing like a canary, boy, singing yeah. like Sammy Gravano. And if they need advice on how to do that, just ask the ATF. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where Huma is. Where is Huma anyway? The ATF, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drug. Or, you know, they, we can always ask drug enforcement agency. Uh, yeah. Maybe they'll give up a couple of them Biden brain payments. <laughs> yep. Write yep. that down. That's right here. It's right in front of me. Right in front of me. <laughs> Biden brain payments. I, he said that. I had to write that down. I, I could almost see what one looks like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> South Park could never come up with the truth. Oh my god! Oh, um, our leader Fetterman's neck. Try. Oh my gosh. You see I the didn't back see of Fetterman's neck? He got Did a big old base. He was in yeah. Pennsylvania. He admit in Pennsylvania. Hodge, tell your people. He <laughs> admittedly has health problems that keep him from being able to even campaign. Oh, it's, it's sickening. I, and, and they're still, see, they so, don't show that on local news, though. But he has said it. He has said that because of his health recovery issues, there are certain things debate. that he can't do. Wouldn't you want somebody that's the healthiest and strongest to do this job? This is what I don't understand about liberals. They literally will leave dead people on a ballot. Oh, yeah. They will oh, literally. Yeah. They, they, they got don't these, these people got these Fetterman signs in their yard. And, and I'm thinking, you know, this guy's platform is to release one third of the convicted prisoners in our state penitentiaries back on the street. Oh, so man. I said, if, if you're going to do a crime, I'd find a house with one of them signs in front of it because they're not going to press charges. You know, to find hey, a Fetterman sign. <laughs> That's where I'm going. If 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 our listeners are curious what I'm a Democrat joking, by the way. It, but <laughs> you, you might be joking, but if if our listeners are curious of what a Democrat's endgame looks like, by the way, there are a few states you can look at for sure. Illinois. Uh, Illinois is one of them. That is frightening what's happening there. It's basically the purge that's happening there. Look at yeah. California. Look at Oregon. Michigan. Look at what they're proposing in Pennsylvania, Michigan. Minnesota. Look at New York City. New York City. Uh, Minnesota. You look at these places, they're not shy on what they're doing. And they will all agree mm. with each other. Except when immigrants are being bussed to their inland cities. Then then they get a little bit racist. And in a couple of years, uh, it's going to be like Detroit. Every one of these cities in a few years is going to, and all the infrastructure that's there, it's not going to go away. It's just going to be abandoned. That's like what's Baltimore going to happen in Detroit and Baltimore and Baltimore Pittsburgh. Like Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what's going to happen. Everywhere. New York City. It's going to, who's going to move back into one of those expensive They're all going to be like the ghettos think and homeless camps are the only things that are going to be in there now. Think about what you just said. You, you said um, Detroit, right? Yeah. You said Baltimore. <laughs> 
You said Pittsburgh. Sure. Three places that manufacturing was huge for this country that made this country go boom. It's where the immigrants went because that's where the work was. Taken out. Gone. Taken out. Make a hell of a website. That's it. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, again, I'm telling you, y'all, we stop pussyfooting around with this. We need wholesale changes, wholesale changes on the political spectrum. And especially when you have individuals like this line. I saw that there was a challenge with our voting system in the state of Georgia. I never denied the election. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. You refuse to concede and say that you lost. Do you stand by that decision today? Absolutely. The election was not fair. The process was not fair. Was the election in Georgia statewide a free and fair election? It was not a free and fair election. But will I say that this election was not tainted? was not a disinvestment and a disenfranchisement of thousands of voters. I will not say that. You uh, notably did not concede. I did not. Okay, you acknowledged that he won, but you did not concede. Correct. Five months later, do you still feel like your opponent won through voter suppression? Yes. Georgia voters did not have their votes counted. They were not allowed to cast votes. They had their votes discarded. And it was not fair to those who filled out absentee ballots. And depending on the county you sent it to, it either was counted or not counted, assuming you received it in time. Brian Kemp oversaw for eight years the systematic and systemic dismantling of our democracy. And that means there could not be free and fair elections in Georgia. So you don't feel that you lost fair and square. (laughs) Those people in the media, you're going to be at the trials. We're going to watch you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that far it really is it's it's that much of a crime what they're doing it is you know it after is. what they've done they, they put those people in prison on january 6th but just the last cycle before that and the last cycle before that and the last cycle before that they did this every time the democrats yes, yes. Mm-hmm. al gore yes. john Kerry, they all do it mm-hmm. and yet they Rules put us in jail for, but for not it. for me yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. only a certain side can say the vote wasn't fair that's right. And only yes. a certain side can burn down a city and the other side just walks in a building and they're the ones that go to jail, not the ones that were bailed out by the vice president of the United States in Portland. Real quick, before we go, the GOP wants Donald Trump to pony up midterm cash for struggling Senate candidates. Can you believe that? Um, that unbelievable uh, because aren't they the ones they pulled the money that- <laughs> they pulled the money. They said they were defunding these campaigns. Uh, a poll a poll shows that um, Biden's student loan forgiveness plan is a liability for candidates, um, which anybody can clearly see that. And real quick, the GOP establishment, we might talk about this tomorrow. I, I want to find out because the Senate is supposed to be doing something with same-sex marriage voting or something like that uh, or whatnot. The GOP is that there. There's a group of GOP establishment leaders that are calling for the Senate to support this Lincoln Project. <laughs> well, no, it, it's it's uh. What's crazy is straight marriage isn't mentioned leaders. in the Constitution. Four hundred. Yeah, four hundred. It was on it was on the Daily Wire, but um, yeah, it was four hundred leaders. Leaders. It's insane. It's insane. Marriage isn't mentioned in the Constitution. To make comment or laws or rules on homosexual marriage 
when there are no standing laws or mention of straight marriage. We're now favoring one over another. Just leave it alone. Leave it to the states. I mean, this is this is insanity, and this is what they're wasting your money on. While you can't gas up your car, you're struggling to feed your children, you don't know how you're going to heat your home this winter, this is what their concern is. That's the GOP. That's that's supposed to be your, your side. These guys are idiots. Sorry. I'm, I get good and No, 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 they are. They are. I do, too. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kind of we'll, – there it is um, – more than 400 current and former establishment GOP officials have signed a letter calling on U.S. lawmakers to enshrine the same-sex marriage bill. Oh my gross God! Way Come through on. the Senate into law. Oh man! So oh, the rot is deep. Ken Rome Melman, is burning, ladies and gentlemen. Rome is burning. Grab a fire we, extinguisher. <laughs> we call on the U.S. Senate to pass a Respect for Marriage Act, and, and we affirm. And reaffirm that marriage for gay and lesbian couples is settled law. That is Republicans. Ken, Ken Melman, a, the former Republican National Committee chairman and Bush re-election campaign manager. is These 400 people, do they identify as Christian? Yeah. Do any of these 400 people identify as Christian? Because the language they're saying smacks in the face of the As Republicans and conservatives, we believe strong families... Oh, and lasting relationships, strengthened communities, and civil marriage is a fundamental freedom central to individual liberty and the pursuit of happiness. I'm sorry. I love this comment. I love this comment. And I agree. <clears throat> I agree. There are state laws on marriage. I love uh, the gay courts overturned. <laughs> the gay courts. <laughs> it's like Sharia law, but gay. <laughs> Thank you, Harry. I love that. Course. I love that. <laughs> the gay courts. <laughs> Did you see, you see that they, uh, the Democrats oh, are starting to realize that the trans world is starting to come down on them. Mm -hmm. they, they called Twitter up and they allowed LGBT, with the exception of T or something like that, to trend. LGBT, LGB, but not T. Oh. Dave Chappelle all the, all the gays are The gays are revolting yeah. against the, the trans. trans. Good. Good. Freaking funny. Internal war. Give me some know? popcorn. Yeah, give me some popcorn. Yeah. Um, last start, Angel. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday, 13 September 2022. It is primary election day in New Hold Hampshire. Duck. Where? Woo! New Hampshire. Today, okay. today wraps up primary season because New Hampshire brings up the rear. We're, we're even after Massachusetts. So how's I'll that Congress the, the one running for the congressional district? The uh, young young woman. How's she doing? Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. You probably know her. You're talking about the House of Representatives? Yes. Oh, my guy is Matt Mowers. Okay. My guy he's is the, Matt Mowers. Um, he, he's and the he, current guy. He was endorsed by... No, he's not current. No, we currently have a, a Democrat who is a scumbag. Um, <laughs> so the primary, the primary for my congressman, right? The primary for my congressman includes Gail Huff, who is Scott Brown's wife, Matt Mowers, who worked for President Trump and has an endorsement from Rick Rennell at all. Um, and then there are a bunch of other names. So those are the two top folks running. Is, is there another district? Yes. I don't know how many districts are in New Hampshire. Yes. Um, but they're all Democrats. Uh, okay. So what's funny is we're, we're an interesting state. Well, one, there has been some suspicion on, on voter fraud in this state. We're just over the border from Massachusetts. So the politics kind of spills over, especially now that they're all fleeing the taxation of Massachusetts 
and bringing their ideology with them to New Hampshire. But the fact of the matter remains is internally in the state, it's all pretty red and Republican. Um, but then outwardly to the federal government, it's all Democrat. We're hoping that this changes. Um, but yes, the the my my congressman is up for re-election. Uh, he's a he's a Democrat. He's a Pelosi Democrat. He's a, he's a slimy little scumbag. I can't stand him. Um, I'm voting for Matt Mowers. I'm not telling you in New Hampshire what to do. If you want to vote for Gail Huff, I think for a Democrat, in my opinion, because she's Scott Brown's wife. Um, but hey, get out there. And here's here's what I just want to say to the New Hampshire have the voter ID law. So you have to show your ID to vote, but you can register to vote at your polling station with a valid ID that shows address. So you can vote there on the spot. Um, and when you walk out the door, can you just register as independent? Because let me tell you, as an independent New Hampshire, I get all of the mailers. They want me. They want me. My neighbors always stop me and they say, why is it you get so many mailers? And it's because I register independent. The rest of them don't get mailers. Why? Because they're registered to a party and the party assumes they already own them. That's why. So mm -hmm. do yourself a favor. Register independent. Love you all. We'll catch you tomorrow. Hutch. Oh, I was talking earlier about people being dependent on government. <clears throat> Let me just throw a caveat out there. I'm in the middle of a city. I lived half my life in the country. I know it's not you guys out there. I know these are city dwellers I'm talking about. Just wanted to clarify that. See you tomorrow. Yeah. And um, for those that for those that need another website to check out, visit bookmark and share WayneDupree.com. Visit bookmark and share WayneDupree.com. We try to go out and get other stories. Yeah, yeah, we report on the same stories, but we also try to go out and get other stories that uh that maybe others aren't even um that's always been that my recipe was to go out and get other stuff so that when people go to the website oh i haven't seen this another website how drudge used to do that's drudge what i look for yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. so okay with that said we'll talk to you tomorrow For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.